With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Coot and Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. It is Monday morning. Not often, Gareth, that we're talking about a fight from a Sunday night. The odd matchroom show, I think, over the years... They've done the old Sunday night thing, but yeah, we got a, an event last night in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that was literally the talk of the town. I mean, the man in the street was talking about it, Gareth. Uh, it reached kind of the spectrum of within boxing, but more so outside of boxing as well. And um, we spoke off camera that Tommy Fury had uh, a lot of pressure on his shoulders going into that fight last night with Jake Paul. And you can see the emotion in the ring after the fight of what that really meant. And it was a big win for Tommy Fury. No question whatsoever. And it was a really long week. I mean, I was working three nights in a row with, with build-up shows on TalkSport. It will have done huge numbers on TalkSport. I know that the Telegraph Live blog that I wrote for towards the end and did a report um, outperformed the rugby, the football and whatever else was on. The, the Carabao Cup. And it outperformed the, the, the Six Nations um, over the weekend. So there was massive jeopardy in this fight, massive interest. And, you know, my, my, certainly the narrative from me, I mean, it was exhausting that it went an extra day as well to a Sunday night because um, we don't often get that. And it became a very big fight. It had, it had a Las Vegas feel about it. It had a big stadium feel about it. Um, the Saudi royal family, um, Prince Khalid and Princess Michelle, had made it a big event. They brought in the big names. They had, they had brought in um, Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson from America. They they they'd got Deontay Wilder to come over. They 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 understood this milieu and they wanted to augment an event that they had. And I think you know it's the richest eight round fight in history, isn't it? You know it's. It's, it's, but it's a fight for the new age. And there was enormous pressure. My narrative the whole week was, this is real jeopardy for Tommy Fury. And, and it, you know, debate was, di opinion was divided. There was a lot of debate around it. People saying, no, what are you on about? It wasn't uh, for the sake of boxing. But in many ways it was because Tommy Fury outboxed Jake Paul. We saw the rawness and the heart and the, and the stamina and desire of Jake Paul in there without the skills, the requisite skills to beat a Tommy Fury he's been round, who's been round boxing all his life. So basically, boxer from boxing family beats YouTube star who's doing all right in boxing. And that's, it, they delivered what we expected to see on paper in my view. I thought Tommy would win on points or if I 
forced by William Hill to pick around. I chose the fifth round for Tommy. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it was an interesting spectacle. It garnered opinion. It, it, it's a fight for the modern age, definitely. When we kind of look at, um, like, what Jake Paul, and Jake Paul's done uh, in, uh, incredible for kind of from the, the promotion of Amanda Serrano uh, before the Katie Taylor fight and giving fighters opportunities. On that side, Jake Paul's done very well and, and been very successful and used his platform in order to do that. Inside the ring, there has been a question mark over, you know, from the, the YouTubers that he's fought to the basketball players that he's fought and then the the kind of UFC retirees, etc. And it was always a question mark over whether when he went in with someone who was considered a legitimate boxer, mm. how would he fare? Now, Tommy Fury at eight fights is, even though he has probably been fighting for a lot longer than those eight fights suggest, Tommy Fury, in terms of professional experience, was at that kind of borderline novice stage. So this was going to answer a lot more questions about Jake Paul than it did with Tommy Fury, in my opinion. So, But going into that fight, yesterday I mean all week I didn't really see a lot of people picking Tommy Fury for it I think a lot of people were kind of rolling on the Jake Paul train etc but etc knows that listen I've spoke to professional uh, people like Lawrence Acoli and uh, who say that he's better than what people think he's um, he hits very hard which you know I, th I think it was on the zone where it was referred to uh, Jake Paul was at as a puncher, and that was being picked up on that, you know, what gives him credibility to be a puncher, etc. But um, but the point I'm making is Tommy Fury was going into that fight, not only with his family on his case, with Tyson and John, etc., and the whole Fury name, uh, big pressure for him. And so, Definitely. yeah. Definitely, you saw it afterwards, the, 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 the explosion of emotion afterwards, the, the release that he got after victory, even the scenes in the dressing room after, they were really pleased. There was massive jeopardy in this fight. Said it all along. Jeopardy for him and his young family. Jeopardy for the Fury family. And there was a degree of jeopardy for boxing itself. But he went out there and he boxed. He won the fight early on with a strong jab and let his hands go when there were openings. Jake Paul is looking for that big shot, isn't he? That's what he was looking for. And he clipped him a couple of times with it. You have to admire what Jake Paul's achieved in lots of ways and what he's achieving. But... In a way, it's come to a shuddering halt right now because he's been beaten by a novice and Tommy is a novice. He's got a long way to go to improve. You you were there in Dusseldorf in 2015, as I was. I remember John getting you in a headlock even then, if you recall all those years ago, when we sat and had a couple of Pepsis late at night and chatted to John. Do you remember when you were a, a young whippersnapper in those days? And who was there? That was the first time Tommy was really on the scene, if you recall. And he was 15, but he was... Still six foot one by then, and this scrawny kid who had ambitions to box and was around the gym with them in the build-up. Um, you know, his life has gone sideways because of Love Island and Molly May and that they're celebrities as well. He was carrying that whole celebrity thing with him as well. He's got to decide now, is he going to concentrate on the boxing? Is he going to rematch Jake Paul? He probably will. If it's worth enough money, he probably will. Um, Jake Paul knows what he's got to improve. Um, he's a raw novice that we saw that everything we expected we saw in that fight but they both Tommy comes out with 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 credit for the way he handled himself 
Um, and Jake Paul comes out credit for the effort that he made in there. Um, and and I, if there was, you know, had Jake Paul won, we would have had so much crying. He was even magnanimous in defeat. Judge me on my losses and, and saying, I want to improve. He's got genuine ambition. He's de definitely got huge cojones and a great heart there. And, and you have to applaud him for, for what he wants to achieve in this milieu. I didn't personally think as far as an eight round fight goes and, and judge it on eight rounds as well. It, I didn't think it was, I know the first round was very cagey, which was expected. But after that, I didn't actually mind the fight. I didn't think it was like no. a terrible fight. We've, we've definitely seen a lot worse. And I don't know, I see people on social media kind of commenting about the level that this fight was at. But mm -hmm. it was over eight rounds. They've had like, what, 14 fights between them, if you want to call them pros. Like in terms of Jake Paul's fights more so. Tommy has had eight professional fights. Um, but I don't know what people were really like expecting from last night. Like I thought it was an, a relatively entertaining. No, it didn't. It, it, it didn't disappoint. It didn't yeah. disappoint, and that was the good thing about it. It didn't feel like oh, we're all set up to watch this pay per view. We've all covered this event all week, and it's and it's a horrible kind of um, boxing fest that doesn't deliver in boxing terms. There was nothing dissatisfying about it uh, you know there was drama at the last with with tommy half slip but maybe legs fatigued at that point so credit to jake paul for getting him down it did look like a slip but the referee did right to counter his gloves touched the canvas there was a little bit too much interference from the referee early on but maybe that's a good thing in retrospect because he was trying to keep them from holding a lot there was a lot of holding in the contest they had respect for each other in there you know, in terms of the way they boxed each other. Yeah, it delivered. It delivered what they said it was going to deliver. And I think everybody enjoyed it. It was certainly, I mean, I was doing commentary live for Talk Sport at the time and then penning a piece for the Telegraph. I wasn't over there. We Spencer Oliver and Don McGuinness there were part of the team over there in the arena. And, uh, you know, it was drama. You wanted, you were, you were glued. You were absolutely glued to it. So it, I, for me, it did deliver. And maybe that's why, if the public wants it, we will see another one, Coogan. What did you think of the referee? The referee seemed a bit point-heavy with a couple oh. of the decisions taking a point off both fighters. Uh, didn't look like there was a lot of warning on no. uh, a couple of them from the, the referee. And he was kind of ruthless in deducting a point for Jake Paul first and then Tommy Fury for holding... I believe that was. Holding uh, and pushing the head down, I think it was. I think it was might have been holding and pushing his head down, yeah. Well, yeah, what did you think of that? Well, he'd warned them both early on in the fight, hadn't he? I think the the, 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 the point deduction from Jake Paul, um, I thought was for use of the head originally because it was immediate. He barely warned Jake Paul about it. So that um, looked a bit odd. And at that point, I think Tommy Fury was well up in the fight. Um, you know, he was winning the rounds. Um, yeah, he was a little bit... Uh, he was a bit overzealous at times, the referee. But in, in some ways, you know, it, it kept the guys apart a little bit more because they were looking to clinch whenever they were in close. Tommy was looking to smother um, Jake Paul's work. His team were encouraging him to uh, to get in close and do it. And obviously, Tommy was using the ring. I, what, what I found disappointing was that if they... The, the corners... The corners know the result after know, know the scoring after four rounds. Clearly, Jake Paul's corner knew he was down, so they sent him out there to go for it a bit more. Mm -hmm. um, look, I mean, 
If they'd done 10 rounds, it probably would have been too long because they wouldn't have had anything left. I think they gave their all in eight rounds, even though I'd liked it to have been 10 rounds, but they're not there yet, either of them. What was Tommy Fury? I mean, this is a bit of a, a bit of a, maybe a ridiculous thing to say, but was in some ways his career, even after eight fights, and that was his ninth fight, was his career on the line last night? Absolutely, and he would have been goaded had he lost by Jake Paul that he wasn't a real boxer from a real family. All those things that that Jake was doing promotionally in the build-up, saying he'd have to relinquish the Fury name and take his mother's name and all of these kind of things just to try and get under his skin. We probably would have heard them afterwards. You know, this guy wasn't fit to be in a ring and all those things because that's how he markets himself um, as opposed to letting it all settle now and building himself again. I, um, Yeah, I mean, I think in, in some ways there would have been huge question marks, especially when you see what level Jake Paul's at. But he's, he's got a big, like say, a heavy punch and he can be dangerous. If Tommy Fury had been reckless last night, that could have been a much more, a much different fight, a very different fight. He had to do what he knew how to do in there to win that fight. And he won it through boxing. He didn't win it by going in there and brawling. It, it, was, a, it was a brave performance from someone who's not known predominantly as a boxer. I mean, he's been trying to convince people and you know, the whole boxing world, that this is what he does now. And he's done so well in terms of kind of what he's done outside of the ring. But from a boxing perspective, Gareth, um, a lot of question marks always has been around Jake Paul. But he put in a brave performance. You could tell who was the boxer yesterday with even, like you said, the use of the jab, more so from Tommy and his movement. You could tell that that was more instilled into Tommy. That was quite apparent. But... I mean, a lot of people saying Jake Paul got exposed last night. I mean, I don't agree that he got exposed last night. I think that we kind of knew where Jake Paul was. He's, we know he talks more than probably what he can do in terms of ring. Listen, this is a guy that was calling out Canelo a year ago. So we know this is all like part of the whole kind of the face of, of Jake Paul to do this. We know this. But um, is there a, a, a an element there of a little bit of exposure on um, Jake Paul's behalf, in your opinion? Well, exposure only in terms of that he's a novice and that he's only been boxing for three years. It's it, it's just over three years, isn't it, that he's been boxing? So, um, yeah, just yeah, exposed in terms of that's what boxing does to you when you're a raw novice. He's got unusual ways of defending himself where he crouches down with his hand there, doesn't he? He's got he's looking for that bowling overhand shot. He, he 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 fences to the to the body. Um, he's very unorthodox in lots of ways. He hasn't learnt those shapes over years and years and years that a boxer needs and, and that a boxer naturally has. You know, with with the jab as the the centre, the the pillar, the base of their defence and attack, of course. Um, and he may never have that, but I think he came up against a boxer for the first time and he came up short in terms of what he knew about boxing skills or what he's got as boxing skills. But he doesn't, didn't come up short in terms of heart, stamina and desire and will and cojones. All those things, they're all on display. And yeah. the same with Tommy. He exposed some things about Tommy that Tommy's raw as well. Tommy didn't listen to his dad's advice. They knew he was well ahead in the fight. I mean, I don't see how the judge scored it one round to to Jake Paul, but there you go. That's why we have three judges. Um, 
he didn't listen to John Fury's advice in the last round, did he? And he got clipped. He, 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 John said, go out there, keep your hands up for the last round and box, box behind your jab. But he didn't. He went out there and he wanted to finish it. And he wanted to kind of, you know, have given exciting last few minutes. And that's great in lots of ways. Um, but it, 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 was, it, was a, it was a fascinating event all round. Um, it, it shows what is happening in what I call the new age. This is definitely a, a boxing fight in the new age with this huge kind of social media world and subscriber world to YouTube and all those kind of things. Um, you know, you've got 780,000 followers on your YouTube channel, something like that, 800,000 followers. Imagine 20 million followers. Imagine how much the, that, that fan base admires him for doing that. You know, it just, his stock rose last night, you know. Um, it, it didn't rise in terms of what he's got as boxing skills, but it rose in lots of ways. And Tommy, he's, he's I hope he's earned the double now. They'll be chasing the double, won't they? Because it's no quit. So they'll be chasing the double payment if that was ever signed. Um, but, you know, we understand he earned several million for that. The, the pay-per-view figures will be big on it. You know, it's trending big everywhere. The betting, um, you know, obviously with William Hill, it was trending just going before in the, the fight began. It was it was the same level of, of betting as Tyson Fury and Jontae Wilder 3. That's the level it was trending at. So it was a big event. As I say, the Telegraph numbers were huge for it last night. So the pay-per-view numbers will be very big from it. And he'll have earned an inordinate amount of money. And as a result, he probably will give Jake Paul the chance to do it again. And it'll probably mean that he's not taken that seriously as a boxer. Will he ever be a British champion, world champion, European champion? We don't know. Maybe it doesn't even matter. Gareth, just finally, before I let you go, obviously um, a little bit of attention has turned to a possible fight. We know there's obviously that rematch that could be in play. But there is now the possibility of a KSI and Tommy Fury fight. I think I heard John Fury say yesterday, you know, if you're serious, get your lawyers in touch, etc. But for KSI's perspective, obviously that fight was talked about him and Jake Paul, but now Tommy Fury's beaten. Surely that fight seems to make a lot of sense between Tommy Fury and KSI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. I never thought we'd be talking about this on a Monday morning, but um, yes, it does in in some ways. And look, if Tommy wants to go that way, um, if he wants to earn money that way, and he'll still get flack for fighting another YouTuber, if you like, the biggest influencer in the UK, I think KSI is regarded as. So again, it's another big money spinning fight. Um, and, you know, you can't ever blame anyone involved in fight sports for getting in, earning as much money as possible and getting out. I think um, people may argue with me over this, but I think the KSI fight is an even easier fight for Tommy in lots of ways. Um, even though JJ, again, it has admirable courage and, and spirits and will to want to improve as a boxer. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that event happened next and then he fought Jake Paul afterwards or Jake Paul fought the winner of that. I think Jake Paul and KSI will happen as well. But right now, that's a big fight for the if in in this sphere, in this field. So wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Okay. Well listen, Gareth, I appreciate your time. Like I said on a Monday morning, didn't think that we'd be doing this a few years ago. Uh, 
but yeah, it was uh, it was what it was last night, and like I said, we've got everyone talking, and uh, yeah, we move on to whatever's next in the boxing world. Absolutely, great to see you as always. Top man, thank you very much, Gareth Davis. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.